How y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Not To Be A Bitch Butt. Hey, little fishing rods. Hey, little quiches and hey, hey little, little bitch, bitch butts. And good morning, <laughs> ARMY. We love you, ARMY. Good evening, carrots and citizens, moas, onces, bunnies. You know the you drill. Pixels. Um, stays, you know. K Brother Army. K Brother Army. Warmest greetings to the K Brother Army. It has been too, too, too long. Years. Yeah, literally years. And <sighs> for everyone who's been with us for as long as we've started talking about Michael K, wow. Thanks, we, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we have a delicious treat. For the K-Brother Army today, slash loyal bitch butts who have been with us since the beginning um, in 2019, uh, when this podcast started as it is, we were, it's it's hard to imagine that there was a point where we didn't care about BTS and K-pop at all, and our hyperfixation used to be the K-Brothers. Yeah, Katie and I became really good friends. After we both discovered that we both watched Michael. Yeah. And it just, wow, it just went from there. Because there's so much to dive into. And you have to have, like, a really big, juicy brain to fully, like, get it. Like, because back back when I was really, like, making Michael K my personality, um, I... People just were really, like, confused and scared by it because they didn't get it. But Brooke got it. And it's kind of like, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Like, I can't explain the humor behind it Um, because, like, standing Michael K was fully ironic, but also not because we were genuinely rooting for him. Um, And then there was a whole layer of it too like talking about him like he's a celebrity but he is a public figure i don't know if you get it you get it if you don't you don't and anybody who listens to this podcast obviously got it yeah you have to have a good sense of humor number one you can't take things too seriously number two and just to fully grasp like the layers of his personality and family life to glean those from watching his videos it just adds so much to it and it's not like not to use him as an example in every video but like Kyle Palo like <laughs> i i don't like him and there's like some humor in watching his videos but i'm not going to sit down and watch his videos every week Michael's videos I genuinely enjoyed and yeah like as you said we were really rooting for him and just seeing the journey the journey if the journey he's been on it's really disheartening and so this little mini series if you will it's coming from two people who were real fans of Michael yes and so Take that as you will. Keep that in the back of your mind. Oh, and this is all for ale- all alleged and for entertainment purposes. <laughs> Perfect. And yeah. nobody's suing us over this because there, we obviously have personal entanglements 
with this character that we are omitting um, because we are only we're keeping it fair and legal <laughs> in this yeah. episode. And like there's certain names of certain people who have chosen to not be a part of this narrative. And even though we know them, we'll yeah. respect their privacy and I think we're going to do a really good job with yes. being fair with everything. We're going to be extremely fair with everything. We're only going to state the facts and, of course, sprinkle in personal anecdotes when necessary. Um, but I, I'm i really excited for this. I feel like it's been a long time coming. I think Michael K is really what our Michael K content in the past uh, is really what put us this podcast on the map. Yeah. And... I'm really excited to, we're kind of almost doing like a fan service in a way because this is what people have been wanting and I, I personally been putting it off um, just because I wanted to do it right and I think today is the day where mm-hmm. we're sitting down and we're going to do it. Yeah, and so shout out to everyone on the Michael K, um, formerly Guru Gossip, now Tattle message oh. board. Um Love you guys. A lot of you listen to our episode that has since been taken down for, <laughs> for legal purposes. <laughs> that had some like mention of Michael in it. Um, but shout out to you guys. I love reading through all your comments and laughing every single day. <clears throat> but they're one of us. Yeah, no, it's true. Um just like the nicknames they come up with for everyone, everything. It just it makes me smile. It really does. <clears throat> I unfortunately am not on the message boards. Um, I honestly just hate message board formats. But I get, I get the tea. <laughs> I get the tea from, from the people in my life, which is, which is really nice. It's kind of hard to keep up with because I feel like I have to have the tab open and just refresh it every day. Otherwise... You lose your place because I don't have an account on the website. Well, damn. I need to get on there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of familiar faces. Um, I wrote down a bunch of the usernames and texted them to my mom last night because I was dying. Medium shirt. Michael (laughs) K's very back. Bison burger. The next Stacy. Child size shirt. No grifters needed. MK milkshake. (laughs) <laughs> the milkshake lore yeah i can't so yeah i think we're gonna have a really great time taking this walk down memory lane really transformative part of both of our lives i would yeah. say i i have chills honestly yeah um, how can you not no like he we have fully been on this journey with him um so this episode we are taking you along the full journey uh when we find him he is just a man boy living in Maryland with his shockingly elder father. <laughs> and then we see him transform into a Florida resident. Yeah. And D-list Orlando personality slash middle American conservative heartthrob. Yeah. And that's honestly my favorite era. Yeah. I miss it. But soon, soon enough, we got to witness his self-inflicted fall from grace into obscurity. And it's, like, such a marvel because who, like, if you would have seen this man in 2017, 2018, like, no one would have imagined that this innocent, 
um, boy with an extreme lack of self-awareness uh, and social awareness uh, would be revealed as a government nepotism baby, spoiler alert, with a dark past. And he's just an all-around terrible person, it pains me to say. Yeah, and I think we tried to give him the benefit of the doubt so many times, but there are a lot of events later in the timeline that will highlight that are, you know... Oh, actually, no, the one video was taken down, so we'll have to get into that. The Swan and Dolphin. Oh, that was taken down. Mm -hmm. I tried to look for it, and it was taken down. No. Because he got so much bad feedback. I feel like that, he knows that that is what was the decline. Like, ever... He was on an up and up and up, and then there was a, like, stark decline. Yeah. And it's really sad. It is really sad, honestly, today. Because, like, I didn't feel that much sympathy for him because it was so self-inflicted. But then also, like, it's just, like, what happened? Because when you go back and watch... 2017-2018 videos, the the Michael that we fell in love with, if mm-hmm. you will, it, there is just, like, this, like, pure innocence in his videos, and it is, like, really sad to think that, like, that person was this, like, dark, became this, like, dark-sided person, because I don't really think he was that dark-sided. There's no way he could have, like, hidden that in those early videos, you know? Yeah, and, like, the times we met him... Super yeah. nice. No, I, I truly think that, like, just a lot, like, all this bad shit happened to him that will, I mean, we don't fully know that just, like, it was truly his villain. Moving to Florida was, like, his villain origin story. And we got to watch it all unfold. Mm-hmm. And I'm already getting ahead of myself, but I was doing some reflection today and I realized, like, I think it's because he he never lived on his own until he moved to Florida. And I don't even know if he really ever lived on his own, like, in Florida. But, like, I think Florida was his first taste of independence. And, like, when you're when you become independent from your parents, like, that is when you truly become yourself. So I think, like, he was still a child, like, in the early parts of his videos. And then he, like, really, you know, like, started living his life and, like, made all of the mistakes that you usually make as a teenager, but he's, like, a 30-year-old man making these mistakes. So it's, like, nobody's going to be as forgiving, you know? Yeah. Yikes. And on camera, too, so. Yeah. And, but we wouldn't be making this, you know, podcast about it, so (laughs) thanks to him (laughs) for that. Very interesting to see. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. We're going to go chronological. 2016. 2016 is when his first video is uploaded. Mm Mm-hmm. And what was his username? Do we remember? Um... I think it was just Michael K, right? I think it was always Michael K. And his Instagram was Disney with Michael. Yeah. And, um, you know, whenever he would make... I don't know, reservations for something or when they go on a cruise, it would say the K family, K-A-Y. But mm-hmm. soon we would learn that That's not K him. is just like the initial. An alias. An alias. <laughs> so the begin that's the beginning of the deception and lies. The beginning Truly. of the deception, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so the early years, um, pretty pretty slow start to the channel. Um, not any major notable videos. Yeah. From the first year or so, I would say. Yeah, he's living living in the D.C. area, 
um, with his family and working a government job. And most of his vacation videos would be on long weekends, like holiday weekends, going to Disney. And oh my God, there's just, I feel like at the time, I guess I wasn't watching a lot of vloggers then. The only ones that I can recall watching at that time were like the trackers, but hadn't seen like a single straight, like 20 something yeah. old guy going to Disney by himself and that enthusiastic about it. And there's, and even though he was enthusiastic, he still had kind of like a calm, somewhat calm demeanor. And it was, it's very charming to watch. I'll say yeah, it. There- I will say in the early years, he had a sense of professionalism. Like, yeah. he definitely went into this, like, I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to be very professional in my videos. But then, like, his, like, enthusiasm for Disney just, like, came out. And he would get, like, there would just be moments in the videos where he got so excited. And it was so fun to see. Uh, but, like, in these early years, he was just doing, like, classic Disney trips. Like, mm-hmm. Any person from up north would take, which was which was fun for me to see because I grew up in Florida, so I never got to experience like Disney trip culture, like going to the airport, being excited, going on Magical Express. So I love watching videos like that because I never got to experience that because like I just drove over like after school to go to Disney, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really. To me, to me, what really established Michael as for who he is and what his channel was, was in November of 2017, when him and his family first boarded a Disney cruise. And that was his first cruise series on his channel. Um, and please, if you are not familiar, go back and watch because his history was made in those vlogs. Uh, but this is like the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, where you get to see like the whole family in attendance and you get to like witness the whole family dynamic. No, it's um, true. On vacation. And something notable from the videos immediately is that the grandma, like, Michael's like, I'm here with my grandma, and she's in the video, but her face is blurred. Never in my life have I seen that from an adult vlogger blurring another adult's face. Like, I've seen, like, maybe children's faces be blurred or, or background, but, like, I just thought that was, like... When I first watched those videos in the early years, I just remember thinking, like, what's going on here? Something, like, something, that's really weird. Like, why would you film your grandma and then blur her face out? And but, he forgets a few times to yeah, blur her face, which is yeah. really good. So, just something to take note of, and we'll the answer to that will be revealed later yeah. in the episode. <laughs> um, and I remember being shocked uh, how old his dad is. I'm yeah. sorry to say, but that really took me aback because his dad is was extremely senior to his mom. And I just remember being like so confused by his family dynamic in a way that really intrigued me. Um, and I hope that doesn't make me sound shallow, but it really is fascinating because he has this like young, attractive mom. 
who the message board refers to as Tit McGee because <laughs> her boobs are all she has ample cleavage at any yes any opportunity wears, the Perry the platypus woman's V-neck skin tight with the eyes on her nipples on yes. her tits her enormous <laughs> tits. um seemingly fake we can we can say good for her which is a sign yeah. of you know coming from money um which is another great observation. Yes, and as somebody with a large breast, I will. That is that is something to take note of. The fitted periplatinum shirt when everybody else is wearing a unisex fit tee, and mm. you insist on wearing a woman's cut tee. That I'm sorry. As a large breast haver, I'm somebody who like I need to take a break. If I'm wearing too many like tight tops all in a row, I'm like. I need a break. Like, it's exhausting. It is exhausting showing your tits off all the time. So, I have to commend this woman. Like, that is not easy to do. She is, but she is insistent on it. And I have to respect that. It is not for the faint of heart. Let me tell you. Also, when she wore um, a Disney Cruise Line zip-up sweatshirt and black flare yoga pants and sneakers and a baseball cap that says like said like disney mom on it or something to go eat at california grill with her kids no it's not about i don't know but um just something i thought i would throw in there very interesting observation now in my life i have known many characters like this woman i don't know about you but it's this type archetype of person is always so fascinating to me. Um, so good for her. So young, hot mom. Yeah. Old, old, old dad. Like geriatric in a wheelchair, old. And it's like, it's one of those where it's like, oh, it's the grandpa, but it's like, no, it's the dad. And it's like, oh, no. Um, also, when we met Michael, he was in his 20s, Yeah. Um, but did not look it. He looks very old for his age, and I don't know what it is, because he didn't have gray hair when he started, but, like, he just, like... I feel like when he started, he looked a little more so his age, but I think many factors like stress, um, increasingly poor diet, etc., um, contributed to his rapid aging and you know appearance isn't we're not knocking anyone's appearance it's important to the story it's important to the story to paint the picture of what's going on yes so um okay sorry back to one more thing about the family dynamic also in this early cruise the first cruise vlog you learn that michael has a brother who he hasn't Mm -hmm. seen in three years that's another really really fascinating tidbit to me that you have a brother that's close in age i think they're only like two two years apart maybe uh maybe more but they're pretty close in age and they haven't seen each other in three years so that that's really interesting dave david dave k (laughs) david k Oh, and his <laughs> that- MC Escher checkered jacket he would wear in every video. I uh, we would and my that- family and I would scream with delight no. at every video where he's wearing that fucking delight. jacket. I was even disgusted because no, well, the frequency in which he's wearing it, there is no possible way it was ever 
ever touching the well, washing delight machine. delight because of, like, the humor of how <laughs> disgusting it is. Girl, imagine smelling that jacket. I, I can't... I would imagine it smells like Fozzie's dog blankets that have been rained on. Oh, my God. And then dried in the sun and then you smell it and it's like it smells like dog and mildew and wet Mm-mm. that's mm. but honestly F- Fozzie probably smells better than Dave I'll be honest <laughs> Fozzie doesn't smell bad so would you rather would you rather kiss on the mouth <laughs> you're asking me if I'd rather kiss my sweet sweet Fozzie or Dave a yeah mouth? a heartthrob <laughs> That's not even fuzzy. I mean, come on. The K brothers, Michael is the conservative heartthrob. Dave is the kind of murky waters, probably conservative heartthrob. Crunchy <laughs> heartthrob. Oh my god. And gosh. then Michelle as well. Oh, Michelle, the darling of the family. Quine. The baby. She's the the Cindy, you know, of the Brady Bunch, the the cute little sister. I'm trying to think of other famous cute little sisters. Um, um, Raven. No, not Raven. The girl from the Cosby show. Forget her name. You know, thought, you know, like, the Michelle archetype. Tanner. Yeah, you know, you know the trope. <laughs> cute, spunky little sister. Yeah. And that's the K family for you. Mm-hmm. Really fascinating family to be documenting in a vlog series. Um, and... From the beginning, you knew that, like, something was off there. But you didn't know what because they seem like nice people. But, like, you know that there's something going on there. You can't put your finger on it. Um, But, again, back in these early times, I was not a watcher. Michael K. did not get on my radar until March 2018 when he boarded the Disney Wonder with his dear brother, Dave. Mm -hmm. And... As fate would have it, I'm not a YouTube watcher, really. I wasn't consuming much media at this time. I had just graduated college. I was a burnout college student. I didn't consume, like, any media when I was in college. So I um, was going on – I just so happened to be going on a cruise on the Disney Wonder in March of 2018. So I search up, like, Disney Wonder cruise vlogs because I'm wanting to do, like, research because I haven't been on this ship since I was, like, a little kid. And boom, this video pops up. I remember watching it and being like, oh, like this, like this guy's kind of off. Like, I like, okay, so I'll be honest, I thought he was 50 years old when I watched this vlog. So I'm like, oh, this guy is like kind of off. And like his videos are kind of like unwatchable. Um, but like, you know, let me watch these videos because I want to like see stuff about the wonder. And I remember being like pretty impressed that he had like you know, pretty good, like, edited videos, and I got to see, like, um, some stuff, but I didn't really get to, I wanted to see, like, stuff about, like, the room and the ship and stuff, and he, like, didn't do that, so I remember being, like, annoyed, like, (laughs) I want to see the ship, I want to see the restaurants, and, like, he just shows, like, the food and swimming and the hot tubs, and I'm like, well, that's not really what I came here to see, Mm -hmm. so I don't even finish the series, um, and then I don't rediscover Michael, until the 4th of July, 2018. And we're going to go back because, honestly, this was the golden age of his vlogs. Between March 2018 and, like, spring 2019. Yeah. Truly golden age of Michael's vlogs. 
Um, and we'll in a second we'll go over for the listeners of like all of the best vlogs that you guys need to go back and watch mm-hmm. because truly like magic was captured in this era. Um, but yes, so I I see this like weird man making videos in March of 2018. Don't think anything of it until July 4th, when at this time I'm a Disney cast member. Um, if you're not familiar, I was in guest relations, and you know, if you've ever been to Disney Park, you know that like people with plaid vests stand at the gate of parks with iPads, um, and their job is to like help fix tickets and watch people coming in, whatever. Um, so, 4th of July, crazy night. I'm with my, I remember I was like, it was like one of the most fun shifts I've ever had because I was with like all of like my friends. It was like me and like three other young girls. I'm adding unnecessary details. But anyway, I'm standing there with my friends. Like the fireworks are about to start. And then I see this man come through the gate and he's wearing a big red, white, and blue top hat. And he has a Pandora banshee mm-hmm cemented onto his shoulder and I shit you not the banshee is wearing a top hat yep and I was like and he was holding a vlogging camera so I just remember being like oh my god like who is this guy I need to look up his vlogs because like oh my god like the banshee's wearing a top hat like that's so funny and um I didn't speak to him but like I was right in front of him like I could have spoken to him if I wanted to but I was just like observing him and then I remember going home and telling my sister I'm like you'll never guess I saw a man a grown man wearing this and he's his, he had a banshee on his shoulder and the banshee had a top hat and then Libby was like oh like I th- I think she would I and she's like, oh, I think that's Michael K. And then I look up Michael K. And I'm like, oh, this is the guy that went on The Wonder. Like, I've watched his videos. And then I think the rest is history from there. I think that's when I really started to, like, watch all of his videos. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Because then that was, like, around my birthday um, that year. And I feel like that's maybe when we started talking about Michael yeah. more. Oh, because that was the birthday that we went to Dinosaur World. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Dino- yeah. So. You but, know the one. Um, I don't remember the first video I watched of his, but I remember you posting something maybe on Instagram about it or something. And I was like, oh my God, you watch it? Yeah. I wish I could remember what it was. But yeah, it was something like that. I remember you were like so excited. Yeah, because I don't know how I would have gotten into his videos. It must have been recommended or something. But I remember just being so captivated by, yeah, Pegasus the Banshee, the squealing Mm -hmm. at everything, the one-handed or one-armed claps, you know, you know the ones, since he has to hold a vlogging camera in one hand, he can't clap with two hands. <laughs> so he usually takes one hand and does a little baby clap. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> or he will rhythmically, or not, because it's him, um, kind of clap his chest and then do extend. an outward motion. Extend. Yeah. Um, and we... To this day, we do, Katie and I do that at concerts. Every concert Uh, we go to. Yeah. In the year 2023, we did it at NCT. Yeah. It's so, and like, we always, and we always like whip it at a concert. It's always so, so, it's good for a laugh. Bring something to the house every time. 
Um, but yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I, let's talk about why we like loved him in the first place, I guess. It was like this lore and I think it comes back to like the lack of social awareness. Like he just does Oh okay, I do know I do remember what really got me into him. So it was the cruise that he went on a cruise with Dave and I feel like it might have been the wonder. And yeah, I also thought that Michael was much older um, than he actually is. And I was so fascinated that he and this other guy he was with were wearing matching shirts every day. <laughs> and I thought, oh, maybe they're like a couple or yeah. something. And many people think that at first. Well, and also like that's like that's gay culture to like match with your partner like especially at that time i thought he was older and like older gay men always do on vacation they always wear matching outfits like i see that all the time on cruises yeah and again not derogatory we just no you know that's (laughs) no thinking right he would be insulted by that but like assuming somebody's gay is not an insult exactly and so on this cruise, I remember he and Dave, who, oh my God, when I found out that was his brother, I was floored. They dressed up, Michael was Dream Finder in the whole get up with the beard oh, on. This was and a Dave Halloween was figment. Halloween on the high seas cruise. Okay, it was I that remember. One. And they did the photo shoots on the cruise at. What is it called? Shutters? Shutters. And they would be lying on top of each other on the ground and doing very intimate, like, poses together. That that made me think, oh, maybe they're... No. They were brothers. brothers. And And it was fascinating to me. Exactly that. And that is what drew me into Michael, and I like from I just couldn't look away because in every video he's doing something that you would be like, oh wow, like I would never think to do that, you know, like oh wow, like I would never do that in public, or like oh that's interesting, I would never <laughs> do that in public. <laughs> like it's just fun and refreshing because it's like oh this man lives his life so differently than I and he presents himself in public so differently than I would and I find that fascinating yeah and it wasn't just his looks that made me think he was a lot older just the way he speaks and how he lives you know oh his voice I'm not good at impressions but like he has a voice that you could do Russians of like it's a beautiful day at Castaway Key. See, that wasn't good. Oh, but my personal favorite <sighs> quote, I don't know if it was my favorite, but it was the most memorable. I remember watching with Ricky and Robbie at their apartment when they're at Cabana's and Dave goes, That blueberry muffin was delicious. <laughs> and Michael goes, Oh, I gotta try that blueberry muffin. <laughs> and then it cuts to the next scene. <laughs> Oh man, I really should have gone back and like written down some of my favorite lines. Oh man, my favorite is like just him pointing at stuff. Like this man has never worked for Disney a day in his life, but insists on doing the Disney point no matter where he goes. And he's always like reaching over buffets, 
like what you're not supposed to do, oh, yeah, over and the like glass. basically almost touching Fingering it and like doing a doing a Disney point at the food and being like, and then he always has like some big like nerdy watch. The way he dresses too. Oh my god, he always has like a big like techie watch on, big oversized low hanging uh, cargo shorts, like the kind of shorts that. Like the AV club guys would wear in high school. You know the ones. Black tennis shoes, black socks, and then a tight-fitting t-shirt. Medium-sized shirt he would request for his meal times. Um, Um, And he's a a self-proclaimed bigger guy. Um, So to me, I'm not body shaming in the slightest. Uh, but to me, he does not seem like a medium would be the best fit for him. It yeah. seems like a maybe like a larger and extra large. And that's coming from somebody who, who also wears an exercise extra large shirt. So I, I'm not shaming his body at all. I'm just stating a fact that the shirt, the shirt is fitted. The shirt is fitted. Oh, yeah. You can see. You can see. Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> also, Texture. He wears. A magic band, no matter if the destination requires that or not. Um, he's re- yeah, he's always ready. Like he would wear a magic band. I remember the first time he went to Universal with Dave, he wore a magic band. Um, oh, that's another thing. He's like he is so loyal to Disney, and he thinks that like he could never speak ill of the brand or support a competing brand because that would like lessen his image with disney in this time so he's like aggressively positive in all of his videos and a stickler for the rules which makes his later behavior shocking shocking. yeah stickler for the rules also kind to cast members extremely extremely gracious and kind to cast members which is extreme was as at the time I was a struggling cast member myself, and so was Brooke, and that was I think that was another thing that drew him because vloggers rarely take the time to do that, and like he genuinely was like very sweet to all cast, very like would take the time to like recognize cast and stuff. So um, yeah, and really respected the rules, like dream guests for cast members because as a cast member, I've you know at that time I had. I dealt with like unruly theme park vloggers all the time so like I like another reason why I was really rooting for Michael because he like seemed like a very nice guy yeah no it's true um he always mentioned the names of cast members in his videos um one of my personal favorite former quirks of his was when he would order an Uber and he would let us all know the driver's name and what kind of car they were yeah. going to be picking him up in. And then he'd always, you know, give them a compliment afterwards. Be um, like really smooth driving. And it's like, I love that. That's yeah, so sweet. Exactly. And then he, like, if he talked also, if he talked to a cast member, he wouldn't, I think one time he got in trouble for filming a cast member and then he never did it again. So he always talks to cast members off camera and then he comes back and tells you, I just spoke to Jose. Lovely guy. Yeah. <laughs> really smart guy. Great guy. He said this and he takes cast members' words for gospel, which as a cast member, you gotta love that. 
he respects the law. <laughs> when he says, oh, I spoke to a senior cast member. They mean, like, a guest experience manager, probably. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I'll go that far. Yeah. But that's nice of you to say. Yes. And um, so, yeah, during this time when me and Brooke, there was a period where we knew of Michael and we, as friends, would go back and, like, binge all of his videos because he had years of content that we hadn't watched. And, God, that was such a fun time in our friendship because I think, like, we would just be, like, okay, Let's reflect back. So back when we first, like, started this podcast slash first became friends, we both were working in, like, the service industry and both had, like, similar schedules because, like, I was working, like, at night and I just remember my, like, daily routine for a period of time was I would wake up at, like, 11 or noon. Oh, my God. It's hard to remember this time. But, yeah, I would wake up at, like, 11, noon and sit down on the couch and like start watching YouTube and I would Snapchat the videos to Brooke with like silly captions or I would like zoom in on something silly that he said or did Mm -hmm. and we would just have ourselves like a grand time. It's like when you like FaceTime your friends and like watch a movie together or whatever but better. Yeah it's the perfect basis for any friendship, no, I think. And it's the precursor for when we discovered K-pop. Because it's it the- honestly is like the same thing. Like Florida resident edits is kind of like fan cam. No, it's Michael. true. The way like the Michael K obsession to K-pop pipeline should be studied in a lab. No, it's true. It's true. And the appearances are just like, could it be further from opposite? Yeah. Um, which is funny. And Katie and I would make imagines uh, with pictures of Michael's videos every day. It was so much fun because it really took me back to my One Direction days when I would do it. This is just further proof that we always need to be standing a boy group or else we, like, resort to insane things like this. Because this isn't the gap. Like, we'll look back on this in history. This is the gap between when One Direction broke up and pre-before we got into K-pop. So, um, yeah. yeah, so me and Brooke uh, screenshotted some of these. Also, these are for entertainment purposes only, yeah. not to be taken seriously. They are purely fiction and purely a joke in the same way that, like, fans make uh, edits and imagines of their faves, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just want to put on record for my personal... Um, uh, I don't want to be humiliated. Never once did I ever feel anything romantic towards Michael K. If I said I did, it was purely as a joke. Um, like, being ironic at how... Because we would speak about him like we would speak about, like, Harry Styles. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. No, it's true. <laughs> and I... And never once did we ever say anything like this to him or in, yeah, a, in a place would. where he could view. Because that could be seen as harassment. This was purely just between two girls being silly. Exactly. Um, (laughs) With that being said. One of them that is not inappropriate that Katie said to me is reviewing oatmeal. And then in quotes, it's not bad, but it does have an oatmeal taste. That is classic. Classic. 
<laughs> Michael. That's, oh. Ron, that's at um, Ronto Roasters. Um, and <laughs> also, he will not get a Ronto wrap because Dave is not there. So. <laughs> that's so sweet. He's, he was, okay, that's another thing. He was so sweet. Like, he loved Dave so much. Like, yeah. it was really sweet to see. And... It wasn't. It wasn't really ever like fully reciprocated, but, but Dave tolerated. Could always ride his coattails. Yeah. to try to get views for his own channel. So that was another. That's another sad thing in retrospect. But we're we're gonna go ahead of ourselves. So yeah. But yes, at this time, it was sweet to see how sweet Michael was to Dave. He was a very sweet brother. And his sister. Oh yeah. Yeah. His whole family really like you could tell he really cares for them. And he loved his dad too. Yeah. He yeah. loved. You could tell he cherished the time he had with his dad very much. Yeah. Um, and that was sweet to see as well. Yeah. And we know he loves his mom. But it's a little too much. What's that? Was it oh. Sigmund Freud? Sigmund Freud would be in his bag if he ever watched the Michael <laughs> K vlog. Let's say that. Let's say that. Yeah, they're doing a Harvard study on. <laughs> RIP Sigmund Freud. You would have loved Michael K's vlogs. <laughs> No, it's, it's true. true. Even if he didn't make up the the mom thing, he still would have loved them because he's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's why we love them too because we too are genius philosophers and psychologists. No, it's we are. true. I, maybe I should have gone into psychology because I always be breaking down the psychology of Disney vloggers. I should have too because I feel like I can break down the psyche of pretty much anybody. Yeah, I took I took psychology 101 <laughs> in high school and I never looked back. No, it's true. All right, so <laughs> we're going to read. Do you have any more PG-rated Um. Well, there's boys who wear size XL flip-flops with some shocked and eggplant emojis. Um, and yeah, it's Michael it's holding up a, Yeah, because I didn't say anything. Yeah, it's just suggested. Yeah, and he's holding up a pair of Avatar flip-flops <laughs> in the photo. Um, and then there's one of him at the stuffed animal store in Germany and he says look at that super large penguin <laughs> and Evers I like to say things are super large now because of that man oh man um, oh here's a picture of Dave K in his high school <laughs> that's normal to have on your phone okay I'll have another one okay so here are some okay. like examples of POVs that we did starting out just got like more to rage yeah. from there. Okay, so POV ASMR, you're on a double date at 50s Primetime Cafe with Michael and Dave. And it's just Michael and Dave sitting at 50s yeah. Primetime. And then I have another one. Imagine you're watching Illuminations with Michael and he asks you to be his girlfriend. <laughs> this emoji, her eyes emoji, ring emoji. <laughs> it's a picture of Michael and it looks like he's kissing Pegasus on his shoulder, but he's probably just, like, talking to him. And the caption says, what if we kissed in line to meet Ariel? <laughs> Imagine, you and Michael check in for a fun-filled vacation at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. What he doesn't tell you is that he's proposing during the fireworks tonight. <laughs> 
this is the the screenshot is of Michael and Dave enjoying dinner at what looks like Enchanted Garden, I would say. on Home Disney. of the Ahi Tuna Tower. Yeah, on either the Disney Dream or the Fantasy. And the caption says, you have to like mushrooms to like the mushroom soup. <laughs> classic, classic Michael line. Oh my god, imagine Michael's brain on shrooms. Oh. I would like to see it. I would love to see it. <laughs> Scary. Lipress. <laughs> okay. That's another observation of social things that he does that, mm-hmm. like, other people wouldn't do in public. And that is having an extremely limp wrist. <laughs> Say it. Oh, no. Michael was sitting in what looks to be a theater watching some kind of show with his mom and Dave. And it looks like he's plugging his nose and it's just Michael after eating Okay, time to get into disarrangement. Okay, this is a picture of Michael on Buzz Lightyear Space Rangers. One of his all-time favorite attractions, if not his favorite. We know that for a fact. We can't say why. Same Um, with Mark Lee. They're two (laughs) pieces of a pod. Fuck. Okay. (sighs) Michael, is Michael just like the Jewish version of Mark Lee? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, yes. <laughs> Imagine you make a bet with Michael that if he gets Galactic Hero and Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin, you have to give him a. <laughs> also, like the like calling it a <laughs> so like funny, <laughs> like it's it's so like middle school, and he would probably use that terminology. Yeah, can you give me a. <laughs> give me. A Honestly, if any if, if any man would just ask for a quote, I'm running out the door. Like no, like ugh. Anyways, oh imagine. <laughs> okay, this is a picture of Michael giving bedroom eyes to Dave at the. I believe this is the rooftop restaurant at Coronado Springs, um, the tapas one, and it says, "Imagine Michael looking at you like this." <laughs> Um, this one I have, it's of Michael getting breakfast on one of the Disney cruise ships. This is where, this is kind of the one that started it all, I think. Yeah. Yeah. POV, Michael brings you breakfast in bed from Cabanas because you can't walk from what he last night. Yeah. With the monkey covering (laughs) eyes emoji. No, I think the one that started it all is like, Michael and then oh, yeah. eat, you eat bre- or like gets you breakfast or something I don't know I can't remember what it is okay this one POV you babe why are you wearing a cooling towel there's air conditioning in here Michael because you're so hot duh <laughs> the cooling towel imagine <laughs> this is the best one <laughs> It's Michael at Palo Brunch, and it says POV, Michael is you under the table at Palo Brunch while he waits for his tea to steep. 
Is anybody horny yet? Okay. Anybody feeling <laughs> Any jokes about Michael fingering you is like so gross because it's like the mental picture of like his weird Disney point. <laughs> Let's go try some coke. And I think he means like Coca Cola. Yeah, but there's a snowflake of. <laughs> Oh my oh god, my, my stomach hurts from laughing. Oh, okay. Those were the This days. one I can't read. <laughs> but I'll show you. Because it's about another character we can't mention oh, on the yeah. pod. So um Okay, wait, I have more. Imagine triple date. Michael Katie with Michael. Bleep with Dave, if you know you know, and me with the dad. You're me. <laughs> Yeah, I think there was a brief period where it was a running joke that you were gonna fuck his dad. Yeah, I'm because like, Dave was Dave was spoken for. Yeah, I'm like Blair Fox. I'm gonna fuck the dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! POV. You <laughs> on Michael's toes while he plays the slingshot game at the NBA experience. <laughs> That's demented. Imagine Michael finds time between slushies to send you dirty texts from Epcot's Festival of the Arts. <laughs> Yours are good. Oh, um, this is a POV. Michael and Dave video chat you and you put on a little show, and it looks like they're like looking at a screen. Or Imagine Michael finally getting to. You on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority without Dave watching from the next car. <laughs> we probably will. Oh, <laughs> uh, I listen. I, I am it. pretty good at coming up with scenarios and no, stuff. No, you're really good. I have like, te- Brooke, I have tears in my eyes. Oh, thanks. Um, <sighs> yours are pretty naughty. Yeah, mine are just like extremely explicit. Um, no, this is the first one I ever say. POV, Michael f- your f- on the Disney Wonder and then takes you to breakfast afterwards. <laughs> I'm hot. Oh, uh, this isn't one of those, but it's a really intimate photo of Dave and a minion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember? Okay, so like this episode's about Michael, but like we, we can talk about Dave too. There was a period where Dave K adult man had minion stickers on his wall and like that was the only room decor he had when he moved to florida was minion stickers and like the thing with dave is like you think that he's doing stuff ironically but like he's i don't think he is like i don't think the minion stickers were ironic no definitely not Um, i mean we don't we're getting have ourselves because we haven't in our in our timeline they haven't moved to florida yet yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so we're gonna go back, jump back to the timeline. Sorry, it's just um, too exciting. No, we we've been like taking a walk down memory lane. Do you want to? Um, should we talk about our favorite, like most iconic episodes? Yeah, I think so. We're coming up on an hour yeah. soon. This is gonna be a multi part series, you guys. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm like glad it's taking this. Me long. too. I was afraid it. I. See, I timelined everything out thinking, like, this would, we would just only get to this. But, like, I knew that, like, stories would pop up and, and stuff, so. Oh, wow, well, I'm happy. Yeah, so we'll save, like, dating history. F- oh, we've said too much <laughs> for the next episode. So you'll yeah. just have to tune in and find out 
what we have to say about that. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. I My personal favorite videos are obviously the fan favorite, Lost My GoPro at Castaway Key. Uh, that's the one when I said that, when I told Katie that um, I started watching Michael, she said, you have to watch this one. <laughs> And if you're looking to get into Michael, you'd always say start with this one. Yeah. No, because we there was a period where like we us two were like the authority on Michael K and people would come to us and be like, who is he? And then I would just send them that video. Yeah. Um, so if that my personal favorite ever though, I think is Savannah Relaxation, Hoopty Doo, and Dancing. And this was, I believe. The second day of his family vacation Mm -hmm. in which they go on their first cruise. But before they go on the cruise, they spend a couple of days in Disney World and they don't go to the parks. A land and sea vacation, as they call it. If you will. And I love watching this because I was working at Disney Springs at the time that this was filmed and they go to Animal Kingdom Lodge and then Disney Springs. And it doesn't sound that exciting, but I swear it's just, oh my God, the whole family dynamic is so good. And they go to Hoopty Doo and the dad hates it. And just seeing that is so funny. Shocking. And no, truly shocking. It's like Hoopty Doo is like such a beloved thing. And I've never met anybody that hates who to do especially from that demographic it's because um i think he was approached by the one character in the show that like kisses the bald guy yep. in the head and he did not enjoy it no sense of humor and then at the end of the video michael and michelle play just dance at the polynesian oh, the- and the oh my God. clip that launched a thousand edits. Yeah. Truly. You have to watch Michael play Just Dance in that video. Um, my other favorites are Pandora Opening Day. I probably watched this one the most out of all his videos. Yeah. I love watching there, his opening day videos. The, my f- absolute favorite part of that video is the Uber ride at the beginning, at the early morning, and he's saying it's like 5 a.m. On the opening day of Disney Park, and he's basically saying, like, yeah, I'll probably be the first person in line. Like, I'll maybe be like the first the, 30. Be, definitely like first 20, like whatever. <laughs> and it's like, dude. And then he gets there, and there's just like, there's like hundreds, thousands of people there. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, amazing. And then um, my last favorite is. The Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening day in Disneyland when he goes with that group of, like, weird guys. Yeah. I love all of them. I love that video. I love seeing, like, nerdy guys. Nerd out Or, like, nice guys, like, link up and get excited about stuff. So that's a genuine feel-good one for me. Yeah, and personally. it's just, like, you never... Like, in all of his videos, like, he doesn't really have friends, which is sad. Um, But, like, he really is, like, making friends in this video, which was, like, really endearing as a fan to see. 
Um, and it felt like he was getting to meet, like, people that he looked up to and, like, be one of them. So that was really special. Adam the Woo. One of my exes is in the video. I forgot. So Michael interacts with one of my exes, which is interesting. <laughs> but I guess at that time... No, yeah, okay. I've said too much. <laughs> it's Adam the Woo. No, <laughs> I wish. Oh no, the message board people are gonna have a field day with that one. Oh my god. No, wasn't he dating like a 20 year old porn star or something Uh, relatively recently? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she was. She had like known her since she was a minor, I think. So that's not good. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very interesting person. Yeah, he kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies. His videos breaking into River Country were like the. I feel like that was the first kind of quote unquote Disney vlog I ever watched. That was now that I think he about was. It. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wow. Yeah, so good for him, I guess. But what are your favorite Michael K videos? Okay, so not to be a broken record, but I have I. It's, like, so iconic to me that I put it in my big timeline of events. Mm-hmm. March 14th, 2018, Michael losing his GoPro at Castaway Key. Like, truly, that is what solidified him as, like, a legend in my mind. Yeah. And that video, there is nothing else like that on YouTube that you can find anywhere. You get to see, like, the full stage of grief. You get to, like, feel the emotion and feel the anxiety and the joy. Like, it just, it's a journey in, like, a 30-minute video. His acting um, when he tricks you, spoiler alert. Yeah, and know? then, like, I genuinely love Castaway Key, and it highlights the Pelican Plunge, I believe it's called. Yeah. And, like, as a kid, oh, my God. Like, I love Pelican Plunge, and I don't know. It's just a very special video to me, and it's just classic Michael at his prime. Yeah. Um, and so much so that I screenshotted the, the most iconic... Um, the most iconic, what's it called? Uh, frame in a mm-hmm. Michael K video. And it is when the GoPro falls and it c- continues to film. This shit is cinema. Yeah. This shit is cinema. Yeah. He was giving cinema in this. It is cinema because you want to go back and watch it again and again because of the, the camera work, the, the storytelling is just incredible. So, in the middle of the video, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, <laughs> Michael K is on Castaway Key, best place on earth, and he goes down the slide, and he's ha- he the GoPro that he was filming on falls off of the holder and sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Now, mind you, it is maybe 10 feet of water. Um, and anybody who knows how to swim would be able to dive down. If you know how to swim, you should be able to dive down 10 feet of water. All I'm saying is my grandma's pool when I was little was 10 feet deep. And, and I could, say it. we would dive down to the bottom and like play with toys and stuff. Too, yeah. yeah. Like, it, but you're not allowed to be that deep anymore. But still, besides the point, this, so you get the cut of the, the camera falling down and then it lands on the bottom and it's like not complete blackness. Like you can see a little bit of light poking through. So like the camera is on the bottom of mm-hmm. the ocean girl. And then it cuts to like text over this, the, the screen of the mm-hmm. bottom of the ocean. And it says, just when I hit the water, the GoPro 
parentheses, on the head strap, fell off my head and sank to the bottom. When I realized I was, it was no longer on my head, I panicked. David and I both tried to dive for it, but it was too deep and too dark. Dark. Girl, you can see the light. Too yeah, dark to see the bottom. AKA, he was too afraid to open his eyes underwater. Oh my god. Okay, also, you guys, just so you know, you can open your eyes in salt water. It will not hurt. It won't hurt until you come back up and get exposed to air. The more you know. Mm. Um, yeah, it's 1,000% he could have opened his eyes underwater. Um, <laughs> just another picture of two grown men trying to dive 10 feet down and couldn't do it. It's just too much. Okay, um, but besides that, you do have to have physical ability to do that, so no judgment. Um... Uh, the lifeguard told us we had to give up our rescue attempt. The following was recorded on my phone moments later. <gasps> boom, boom. I remember watching, making Ricky watch this for the first time, and he was really into it, and he literally went, <gasps> when <laughs> yeah! it falls, and it's just the still shot of the ocean floor with the text. Like, yeah. it really instills something in you, and... You know what? That's why we do, we did watch Michael's videos as fans because stuff like that is very captivating. It's giving cinema. Yeah. It's giving a lot of thought went into like, that. Truly. And, okay, so like, and then it cuts to like an absolutely frantic, an yeah. absolutely frantic man over his GoPro. Like, it was truly his 9 11. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, you got to think about it, though. Like, his whole world is vlogging, and all of his cruise footage is on that GoPro. Like, yeah, I I would be panicked, too. But, like, it's just the way that, like, he is so, so, so frantic and um, trying to hide it and trying to be positive. But, you know, like, you would just see the pain behind his eyes. Like, it, I'm sorry, director's. Scorsese couldn't do what he just he couldn't capture the emotions <laughs> that Michael just did Greta Gerwig probably could but like a, the greatest the greatest of the greats couldn't capture the story yeah writers spend their whole life trying to capture this emotion yeah and he has it in this castaway key vlog so yeah. anyway that's my favorite vlog everybody watch it um and then that is all that I have written down, because that that's that's just the best. I think Pandora opening day, any opening day is just the best. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I love that series of Pandora opening day because that's when I was working at Mouse Gear, and when he talks about the soft opening that happened the day before. I was there with my friend who was visiting because, oh my God. yeah, because we were blocked out of Animal Kingdom after Pandora opened, so we we're like, we have to go on this day, and um, yeah, I could have seen Michael, but we didn't. Oh. Yeah, pretty crazy. I um, I I think I was there that day too because that was my twenty second birthday. Famously, I had a Pandora themed Pandora themed birthday party, and went. Like every day that weekend, because I had a pass, but Chills. yeah, no, yeah, no big deal. Mm. Okay, I thought of another one that we didn't talk about Marvel Day at Sea Girl, iconic, yeah. iconic vlog 
where it's just Michael and his little, little sister Michelle on a five-night Marvel Day at Sea cruise. And girl, it is so good. That whole series is so good. But it gives you another extremely iconic frame, a frame that launched a thousand edits. The, the vlog series starts with Michael <clears throat> turning on a lamp. Again, cinema. Yeah. Michael in a dark hotel room turning on a lamp. And he, it is revealed that he's wearing nothing but a towel. And it's extremely low, low Extremely low and free-hanging, so it could drop yeah. at any moment. It's hanging on by a thread. Thread, yeah. It's a medium-sized towel. It's making everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> and what does he do in this towel? But he leans over and sh- shakes awake his little sister. Also... Michelle is a better person than me because I would if if my brother shook me awake in a towel I would beat his ass. Yeah, that's, that's really alarming to wake up to a thinly veiled crotch in your face. Yeah, it's your brother. Yeah, so that's another thing that's like, oh, how what an interesting thing to do. Yeah, and film and put online. Yeah. but that's Michael for you. He gives you cinema. No, it's true. If there's one thing he's going to give us, it's that. No, it's true. The Harry Styles song Cinema is about him. No. Yeah. Wake up. You're getting yourself wet for Michael? Who is it? (laughs) Dr. Prince. I I don't think I could. I'm going to be honest. I'm sorry. Well... Well, I guess we'll never know. Maybe. Spoiler alert. Maybe in 2017. Him in 2017 and me in 2017. Maybe. Maybe. I was young. Oh, wow. That's what, <laughs> when we were young, the adults sung yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Never mm. mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. Anyways. We're at an hour and five minutes, so... Should we? I think this is a gorgeous stopping point because we're right up to when he moves to Florida. Yeah. So we'll start the next episode with that. And then this might be a three part series. We'll just have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see where the wind takes us. Because then again, at the end, like there's just not that much noteworthy stuff to go over. Yeah. Um, yeah so this, we'll call this episode like The Rise, or I don't know what the best title will be, but this series is called The Rise and Fall of Michael K. Yeah. <laughs> So, I hope everybody really enjoyed that because I really, I certainly enjoyed the walk down memory lane. Me too. Feel like an hour's gone by. No, and it's kind of crazy to reflect on all of the time that has gone by because it it seriously feels like it's been like two years max, mm-hmm. but it's been so, half a decade. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh scary to think God. about all the jobs I've been through in that time. No. Like, when I was ta- telling the story and I was like, oh, my God, I used to go to work at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and sleep until noon. And, like, my oh, my, like, it's just crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Wow. A different life. No, it's true. But, wow. Yeah, I hope <sighs> you guys really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and there's so much more to come. The be- I feel like there's going to be, like, the beginning of next episode will be really fun because it's, like, the most iconic part of us standing Michael K when he moves to Florida. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, the decline. Ooh, I'm so excited. Yeah. 
Thanks for listening. Oh, we didn't do. Should we do a not to be bitch butt? I have one. If you okay, want to. you go first, and then I'll like come up with something. Okay. Um, this I literally just wrote down today because I saw someone partaking in it on Facebook. <laughs> not to be a bitch butt. What is up with Ash Wednesday? Girl, <laughs> you so much to Just say. Say so it. I would always okay. So every year, obviously, this comes around, and in school, I would be so fucking confused every single year as to why these bitches would show up to school with like charcoal smudged on their foreheads. <laughs> And it was never even people who were particularly religious. Yeah. It's just people who, how do I say this? To me, it's the equivalent almost of kids who would go to like a doctor's appointment before school and then show up to school with like a Starbucks or something. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly and that. They like want people to see it and think Oh my god! Of it, and I would just be so confused, and I would think, why, why does your religion force you to do that? That's like, that's a little odd. And obviously, I don't know the ins and the outs of any religion because I wasn't raised with any, famously. But it's very performative in a way, and um, it never is done very well. Like maybe if it was a little artistic, like a little tattoo. Uh-huh. Or like art, but it's just like a smudge on the forehead. So what are you trying to prove with that? You want to know the goop of it? <laughs> is it's supposed to be a cross, girl. You're, the priest is supposed, or I don't, actually, in the Catholic church, I don't know who puts it on you. But at my church, it was like, your pastor smudges it on you. And it's supposed to be a cross. And never once have I ever seen it actually look like a cross. Yeah. It looks always a thumbprint. And, and you're so think about that. A man's greasy ass thumb ugh. is on your forehead, and then every year you would break out in a form of a cross on your forehead from the ashes. Oh, that's what Jesus would have wanted. Yeah, and I have a mole on my forehead right where the um the cross would go. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. No, so it was, you thought yeah, she I was think, like, she's not going to stay Christian forever. We're going to punish her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, very interesting little um, tradition, if you will. And I also didn't understand, like, halfway through the day, it would be pretty much, like, I don't know, rubbed off. But there would be some residue, and you don't just, like, go to the bathroom and, like, wash the rest of it off. You just walk around with this halo of filth mm-hmm. on your forehead. And I just, I don't like that. It's very, it's <laughs> virtue signaling. No, it's true. <laughs> I remember, like, as a kid, I, my church did Ash Wednesday, but, like, Girl, who goes to the church in the morning on Ash Wednesday? Like, that's weird. I guess it's a Catholic thing. I'm not Catholic. But our Ash Wednesday service would be at night. And I always wanted those ashes on my forehead because I thought it was cool. And, like, I wanted people to know that, like, I went to the Ash Wednesday service. So, I remember, like, when I was finally old enough to get the ashes on my forehead. Um, Biggest flop ever. Like, they didn't even show up. They didn't even show up. I just remember this old man's greasy thumb running across (laughs) my forehead. And, like, nothing. There's, like, 
barely a shadow. I was pissed. And yeah, Ash Wednesday, I'm not Catholic, so like Ash Wednesday is not really a big deal outside of the Catholic Church, but I think they would just have a service because like, gotta rake in those donation dollars somehow, you know? Um, but yeah, Ash Wednesday, if you don't know, is the start of Lent. Because it's the day after, mm. so Mardi Gras was yesterday, because that's like the day, the big party before Lent starts, and then today it's start of Lent, so that means Easter is 40 days from today. Oh, well, I like that countdown. That's mm-hmm. pretty exciting. Yes. And I, I, of course, I used to know what all of the, like, everything meant, like, what the 40 days meant, but I can't, I couldn't tell you right now. Um, 40 definitely means something to do with Jesus's life, like, it's like, to start the beginning of the end, if you will. So he did shit like all this stuff leading up to his death. Um, and spoiler alert, resurrection. Oh. <laughs> oh. But yeah, they, they got Dad. so many fucking holidays. So today's Ash Wednesday. And then like the week leading in the weeks leading up, there's more holidays. You know, you got Palm Sunday. Um, a classic, <laughs> you know, Monday, Thursday, everybody knows that one. That's when the Last Supper was. You know, Judas, that's when Judas did his little Judas Dance thing. for grandma. Yeah, <laughs> that's when Lady got, Judas did his little <laughs> dance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Who cares? No one gives a fuck. Next. Um, do all Christians do communion and confirmation or is that just catholic just cat well okay so where you wear like the bridal how weird is that so you wear a little bridal outfit i mean there's lots of denominations so i'm pretty sure like probably other denominations besides catholic do it but my like most protestant churches don't do that huh. so yeah catholicism has all of the like rigmarole and like stuff like that um, my church, Protestant churches are more like, I guess, less traditional. So mm. I didn't do anything like that. Um, I did get baptized when I was like a baby. Um, but I never had, to, I, I guess I did take confirmation classes, but it's not like as formal as that. Like confirmation class was like when I was in like eighth grade and I just had to go to a class like every Sunday and like take a test and then I was like officially a member of a church but there was no like ceremony I was always jealous of the gorgeous gowns but no gorgeous gowns <laughs> after my confirmation um I remember I went to Olive Garden and Maddie was really mean to me and made me cry <laughs> Jesus it was like really traumatic sounds about right yeah wow <laughs> wow thanks for that religion lesson yeah with Katie. anytime anytime um, okay, so I, no, not to be a bitch, but, uh, Angela Bassett did the thing, and honestly, okay, I don't think, I think everybody's being a little too mean to Ariana DeVos, because was it extremely cringy? Yes. Well, yes, it was. <laughs> but, like, she kind of ate it up, like, with the material she was given, like, she did the best she could. I don't think she deserves to be bullied. And honestly... It was a little bit iconic. Like, I can see people quoting Angela Bassett did the thing for many years to come. So, I don't think she needs to deactivate her social media account. I think that she should be like, yes, I am an icon for doing that. Thank you. You know? She has a better sense of humor. Like, okay, that's the thing. Like, being cringe is not inherently a bad thing. Like, you were cringe 
okay, let's move on and let's see how we can capitalize off of it. Uh, being cringe is not a career-ending performance, you know? like For many people, it's a career starting. Yeah, look thing. at Taylor Swift. She's made a whole career out of it. And she, I respect what she says about cringe culture. Like, she said, no matter what you do, you're gonna look back and cringe. So, like, just do, like, don't be afraid of being cringe, because if you're not cringe now, you're gonna be cringe in five years, so just, like, do it, you know? Yeah. No, it's That's true. It. And, um, I think cringe culture will, I like, like, at a, at a reward show with all theater kids, like, well, yeah, they're gonna act like that, like, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And, Oh, the oh the video is so good too because like when they cut to each person like the generational divide like all the young people are like cringing and then like Jamie Lee Curtis is like bopping her head it's <laughs> so good <laughs> that's good yeah it seems like something that would have come up with like ten years ago or something so it's I love very it. nostalgic I think it's refreshing and I said that as a live-in while Miranda apologist so yeah good for her um. Yeah, someone in her camp needs to tell her to, like, come on. What are you doing deactivating? We got to yeah. get the ball rolling. So And um, why did we ever pretend that Ariana DeBose isn't cringe? Like, she got her start at Hamilton. Of course she is. Oh, I didn't know that. Good for her. And just because something is cringe doesn't mean it can't exist in the... In the world. There's an audience for everything. That's what I'm saying. So I like yeah, stupid stuff like that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Angela Bassett did the thing. And <laughs> we did the thing. No, it's true. Well, yes, we did. <laughs> no. That was so much fun. Glad we got to add in that little part at the end, just to you know bring it back to. Yeah, we have to make it our our own. Yeah, you can cut it out if you want. No, I like it. Okay. I think it's important that we still do that. You have to keep it us. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and please um, let us know what you think. If you want to write in and send some stuff that you want us to talk touch on with Michael K. Yeah, make please sure we don't do. Forget. And um. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week for part two. Yeah, I I can't wait to record it personally. I'm excited. I feel like this is like Girls Next Level, and we're just going through another episode of Michael's life, you know? Well, yes. Well, yes. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time, stay, stay gorgeous. gorgeous.